On the phone with us, Jack Temption, songwriter extraordinaire. And if you are not familiar with the name, well, first of all, you should be. Shame on you. But if you're not, um, he co-wrote songs like Peaceful Easy. Well, you actually, you wrote that song. Did you, you didn't co-write that? I did that, write did you? that. Yeah. Uh, what about Already Gone? Is co-writer you wrote that whole thing? I co-wrote it with Rob Strandland, a friend of mine. Got it. And uh, the song I didn't know you wrote was Slow Dance and Swain of the Music, Johnny Rivers' massive hit, uh, yes. which is just an incredible song. Love that one. Um, oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. And there's so many more. I mean, we could spend all day talking about it, but we're not going to do that. But um, I, I wondered um, if you'd be honest about this when you wrote songs. And I don't know how it works because I can't write anything. So I would imagine coming from me, if I tried to write something, I would have so little self-confidence that I would be embarrassed for anybody to hear it. That's that would be number one. <laughs> oh boy! And then and then you'd get more confidence if the other people listen to it and said, "Hey, that's amazing!" And you know, and they they cover it. But so, did you ever write a song that you thought was great and then somebody covered it and you were like, eh. "Not usually." I mean, and I've been very fortunate that when people have made records of my songs, they usually do a fantastic job. And you know what? If they don't, uh, you know, the public knows what's good, and they just don't like it and don't pay any attention to it, so no one ever hears it, and it's not a problem. So I've been delighted mostly with, uh, and plus people, uh, of course, if Glenn Fried makes a record of your song of the Eagles, it's the most fantastic thing possible, or Johnny Rivers. And so I've been really fortunate to have great people do the songs. Didn't Johnny Winters do Rock and Ammonia and the Boogie Weaver Flu? Yes, he did. God, I, that was such a great song. Love that And he song. also did the, the Secret Agent Man. Yes. And Poor Side of Town. Secret and, uh, Agent Man. Jack's like, Jack's like, hey, hey, leave the, leave, on, leave the singing to me and the, and the Eagles. You don't need to join in. That's right. You guys can do it for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, you know what? If you uh, look at the money, but I mean, if you know, we'll we'll yeah, do, we'll do something for you if you actually you know really need to, need to put, move some records. We'll uh, we'll record something for you. So now you do. You you do uh, you also are a musician yourself and perform. You're still performing. You're out there doing stuff, right? Well, before the pandemic, I was on tour, going back east every weekend, playing a couple shows. But of course, uh, not doing that now. So I'm just getting into doing live streaming and uh, and doing a lot of writing. So it's it's great, still great. Music is the heartbeat, you know. Is it tough these days with uh, writing the music that you write? And there's so many other people you could name that, that are the songwriters of, of my generation back in the day, or some of the most gifted songwriters in history. Um, yeah. And they still write, and they still yeah. record things, but radio is not friendly to it. Um, it's, how frustrating is that? It's very frustrating, but hey, time, time has moved on out from under us. And then uh, if I think about it, like Willie Nelson has put out some fantastic albums and and uh, he's not in the radio, and all the country heroes are—they're just even if they still put out great albums, they're not played in the radio anymore. But you know, it's a shame. Times come and go. So, how good was the PBS documentary, the Ken Burns country documentary? How good was that? 
I watched it. I loved it. It was just fantastic. I cried. Really, that, there were there were two times that I cried. Yeah. I, I literally wept. Um, what were I, those? You, you remember well, that? I never knew the story about Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. Um, that that she had written that song for yeah. for him uh, when she left. Uh, I can't remember his name now. What that, Porter Porter yeah, Wagner. Porter Wagner. Yeah. Um, I never knew that. Yeah, and you know, of course, I knew the song, uh, her her version, the original version of the song. Um, but I never knew that that's what it was about, and it was very emotional. There were other things too, um, but it just you know what it did. It really connected me with American roots music um, yeah. going all the way back to the Carter family and all that. I and mean, we could go on for ever about that, but um, it, uh, you know, and I, I started my career, uh, most of my career has been in rock radio, but um, starting in the late seventies, but um, I started doing a country and it was the station I worked at was a, a low power AM country station. And we played all of that stuff. We played Ernest Tubb and oh, wow. Bob Wilson, the Texas playboys and, you know, just all that stuff. And so that, that documentary kind of brought that all back to me and just, uh, you know, just, uh, just a great feeling about American music, you know, and Jimmy Rogers, a yodeling break man. Yeah. Uh, and then the Hank Williams, you know, the real story of that. And, uh, yeah, it really just connects you with what great roots country music came out of. And you don't, uh, I don't know if enough people realize when you think about Hank Williams and just that song, you know, So Lonesome I Could Cry, how gifted he was as a lyricist. I mean, just oh. insanely gifted to come yeah. up with those those lines. I mean, it's just incredible. Yeah, no, nobody's better. Yeah, good stuff. All right, so... Um, what are you doing today? You write, you're co-writing some things with your wife. Well, I, I did, uh, before the pandemic, I did an album in Nashville. It's on mailboat records. And then since then, yeah, last, uh, Christmas, my wife and I decided to only have edibles on the tree. <laughs> so gingerbread man and candy cane. So is this going to wait a minute, oh, Jack? Great. Is this going to get a little kinky, or what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> well, so uh, I I will write a song about a cup of coffee, whatever I'm looking at. So I started writing about gingerbread man, and then she said, "Well, you know, I never liked the ending to that story because the the gingerbread man." He's fabulous. He outruns everybody, and then he gets eaten by the fox. I know, know just, it, right? It's disappointing, you know? And uh, so we wrote the song. She doesn't usually write with me, but we wrote the song together, and we changed the ending. Uh, so he gets to have a great life, goes to Paris, becomes a jazz musician, and uh, wow. so he never has to get eaten by the fox again. Oh, you know? I so, love it. <laughs> I love happy endings, you know? And we should write, yeah. rewrite all the classics. That's right. All the classics. And stuff. some of those, because, those so classics I, are pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so then my friend uh, Savannah Philia did some great animated videos for her song. So she agreed to do a video for the Gingerbread Man song. And it just came out so great. Uh, and you can see it. It's on gingerbreadman.fun, not .com, but .fun. And so I'm uh, kind of releasing that gingerbread man for Christmas. And then 
the animation that she did, the drawing she did, we made them into a book, which is on Amazon, a kid's book. That's perfect. And what so is I'm that book that. called? Gingerbread Man. Okay. And then, yeah. uh, and then give us that uh, URL, that uh, web address again for that. Gingerbreadman.fun. Dot fun. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so I'm doing that. And then I released a song earlier this year called Six Feet Apart. And uh, the other thing I'm doing is I have a podcast. And it's called Three Jacks. Three Jacks Podcast. And so that's up. And I'm running a contest. Whoever covers a song that appears in my podcast, does a cover version, I'm uh, offering a $1,000 prize for the best one. Oh, wow. Now, who, do you decide the best? I decide. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's uh, you got this. <laughs> it's, it's like uh, Lucy and Charlie Brown when she has a lemonade stand, and it's all you can drink for 10 cents. So she gives Charlie Brown, and he wants some more. She goes, Lucy says, I say... What's all you can drink? That's, <laughs> That's all you're going to drink, dude. It's the Jack Tension <laughs> dictatorship. Yeah. Um, so, uh, well, that's fantastic. That's what I'm doing, and uh, I'm still having fun, you know, and trying to learn streaming, so I go live on Facebook Live and stuff. Well, that's fantastic. All right, I'm going to ask you a couple of really tough ones. Okay. All right. Uh, what is the greatest film ever made? Oh. Well, or we could change that to what's your favorite movie, Jack? Uh, wow. Uh, I like the Maltese Falcon. I think that's a pretty great one, but geez, it changes all the time. You know, as far as, as far as music documentary type movies, I just saw the movie called a life well spent about Mance Lipscomb mm-hmm. and uh, his life. And uh, the old blues singer. Yeah. That was one of the greatest movies of that kind I saw. So I love movies and, you know, spent probably a third or more of my life just sitting there watching movies like we all have. Because we before we were born, they didn't have television, you know. And now we grew up watching movies as a major part of all our lives. So there's so many great movies. Maltese Falcon, fantastic one. Um, number two, finally, yeah. what is the greatest song written from your era? So, you know, let's just say from the 50s through today. The great, if you're looking at the top three, what do you put at the top? Wow, that is so hard. I mean, I know for a long time, When a Man Loves a Woman was my favorite song done by Percy Sledge. Uh and when I recorded an album in Muscle Shoals I, at the Fame Studio, I talked to Rick Hall, who did all the great Muscle Shoals uh, songs he produced, and I asked him about that song. And I said, what else did those guys write? He said, two guys from Muscle Shoals, who were, one guy was a carpet layer, and he said, they wrote the song. And I said, what else did they write? And he goes, that's it. They never wrote another song after that. They just went back to doing what they were doing oh, before. Boy. That is unbelievable, but they must have oh. made... I mean, they had the publishing writer, did they not? 
I think they did. I think they made money off it. I, I can't understand why you could write such a masterpiece and then just not do it anymore. Yeah. You know? Maybe, hey, maybe you, you said, hey, you know what? This is our, this is a great I'm song. We're never going to beat this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What, what's another one? Give us something a little later. Give us something, say, from the 70s, 80s period. Oh, my. There's just so, you know, I like Marvin Gaye doing sexual healing. Yes. What a groove on that thing. That was just, uh, and, uh, you know, I'm sure I'm forgetting. I'm a huge fan of the Stones. I remember when I was in high school, Satisfaction came on the radio. Yeah. And we, we were driving along, and we just pulled over to the side of the road. We we're so astounded by it. Wow. <laughs> Got out of the car just jumping and running around uh, because he just hit the nail on the head as far as what we were all feeling about life, you know. And plus the Stones always were my favorite yeah, band. Yeah, you know? they're just the Stones. <laughs> Did you see the documentary about the, I think it was called uh, Eight Feet or Nine Feet or Twelve Feet. It was about the backup singers. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because the backup singers are all incredible, but they're it's just not the same as being the front guy. Well, and the... They had the woman, and I, God forgive me for forgetting her name, but she, oh, uh, yeah. she sang, uh, pretty incredible. The, she sang the backup just a for, shot away. Yeah, give me shelter. Um, that was an incredible story, uh, in itself. And then when you listen to her isolated vocals, yeah, it's just astounding. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, Jack Temption. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Uh, let us know once again where we can find that uh, the new stuff you're working on. Well, gingerbreadman.com, I mean, dot .fun, excuse me, and you can see the video, and then on Amazon, the book, Gingerbread Band, and then the Three Jacks podcast by Jack Temption. It's on all the podcast places. So check that out. Uh, just never uh, spend time away from our morning show doing that. Right. Uh, Afterwards, you, would want no, to, you know. Check it out later. You, you check it out later <laughs> after that. Jack, we wish you all the best, and you are uh, an amazing songwriter, and we appreciate all you've contributed to uh, the the musical world that we live in. Yes, thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. It's been great meeting you both. I've loved it. Thank you. You too. Take care.